1: Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to the DFS pregame Show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blender Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter. And it's Wednesday, Wednesday, October 12th. And uh, it's, it's kind of a wild card Wednesday. Whatever you want Wednesday, right? Watch whatever you want. Ask whatever you want, right? We're kind of in a lull here, right? We've got NBA starting up next week so maybe there won't be much of a lull. We got MMA this weekend. I'll be talking about that on Friday and uh the the Ground and Pound podcast will come out for for premium members here at Roto Grinders. We got MMA projections, we got MMA ownership, we got it's not a very good card, right? Next week, next week is the card of the century, right? Next week uh, UFC 280. That that's a That's a loaded card. That's that's going to be one hell of it It's, it's from a uh, Abu Dhabi from Fight Island or whatever, so that's that's an early one. All right, 11, 11 a.m. Eastern card time, I believe. Uh, but there's stuff coming up, right? We got NFL, we got week six, right? We got Commander's Bears tomorrow. Are you excited for that game? Commander's Bears, uh-oh. We got a Thursday night game that's going to be probably awful. Uh, but uh, but I'll, I'll be here answering answering your questions as I normally do here. Good morning, Wataz, Suki Singh. They always go together, right? Suki Singh has been showing up much later than Wataz now. What well, does is clearly ahead on coming in the earliest. D is here. Matt Mears. Joe Mack. Good morning. Real life picture. DeFix says, is it just me or my blurry today? Am I blurry? Is it just are, are you hungover or something? I don't know. Seem to be I, I look as normal as I normally look. Maybe I normally look blurry. Maybe I'm Bigfoot, right? You always notice that the, well, the pictures of Bigfoot, they're always blurry. Maybe Bigfoot is blurry. Maybe that's the thing. But I have no idea. If you got if you got anything you want to talk about, put it in the YouTube chat, right? What do I what do I do normally <clears throat> during NFL season, and what you should you be doing, uh, like Tuesday Tuesday night Tuesday night Wednesday morning, what should you be doing, if uh, instead of worrying about your Week Six DFS rosters, right? Are we playing Eno Benjamin or Kenneth Walker, Ramondre Stevenson, right? David Harris is out. We got all the in, Tua has just been ruled. I mean, he's not on the slate, but whatever. So people are worried about all of that. But uh, we got we got props on on Prize Picks and Underdog that come out, and uh, you could find some good deals. You could find some good deals if you want to sign up the Prize Picks, and you're not already. Take advantage of the the free V. If you all you have to do is compare statistical projections to what they got. And there's enough, there's enough, there's enough stuff off there enough that that it's that it's, that it's plus EV. So you should be doing it. So go to Prize Picks, use the promo code grinders. You get a hundred dollar deposit match bonus. So it's like it's like free money. It's free money for you. So I've already gone in. Last night, last night I I I, I put in 20. I've I, I have 20 uh props on prize picks. And they only have like the passing yards, the rushing yards, receiving yards up. Like some of this other the other stuff is only up for the the Thursday game, like interceptions and you know whatever. But I typically deal with pass yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, and then one like uh, like tomorrow they'll come out with like fantasy points tomorrow Friday. A lot of times you can't find anything there that's worth playing, uh. But but the, these yards props you can right. I just see Blitz standard projections. Cardi updates the Blitz projections Tuesday evening. And uh, he'll make usage adjustments today. So it's, um, they may, some things may change a little bit. I guarantee you Pharoah Brown's projection is going to go down, okay, for some odd reason. In, in, in Cardi's system or something, it has Pharoah Brown is, it's I don't know. I don't know what, what the Brown, they're just going to throw the ball to Pharoah Brown apparently on the Browns. So don't go by that, right? I, I go to the blitz projections here, right? I switch over to the blitz projections. Someone brought that up in the, in the Discord. It's like, uh, I guess we're, we're guaranteed to play Pharoah Brown. Right, where's 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 Farah? Did they fix it? Yeah, here we go. Fifteen points for twenty five hundred. Yeah, I, I I I doubt that. That's his real. I doubt that's his mean projection. I don't I don't think his average is fifteen as the second tight end, for I mean third tight end for the Browns. Right, I don't know. I don't know about it. Uh, but maybe maybe, maybe it's pressing. Maybe it knows. Maybe it knows something. Maybe maybe, maybe uh, Cardi's uh, algorithm knows something. But he'll fix it. He said. He said he's, he's going to look into it. I guarantee you that it's not going to be fifteen point four, right? It'll be more like like five point four, something like that. Uh, so so don't 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 look at the if you can even find Farrell Brown props like don't don't go by that. Oh, D. Fig asks why don't you play playoff baseball too much like showdown? Yeah, I just I'm I'm done. I am only one person. I I like focusing on one thing at a time or as few things as possible. So basically, once the regular season of, of baseball is over, it's it's over, right? I'm on the NFL. I'm already planning for NBA, right? People ask me, "Oh, why don't you play NHL? NHL is much more similar to like soccer. It's like soccer plus baseball. It's like I'm only one person, man. I, I how much how much can I do? I mean, I can't I can't even play two sites on NFL for GPPs at the same time, right? Shouldn't I be doing that first? Right, I I didn't play Champions League yesterday because so I didn't mean it. I'm not even playing Champions League today, right? And I'm a soccer guy. Right, I just don't think I, I I don't think I I focused on it enough, right? I don't I don't even know who's playing today, and it's what three and a half hours before the slate locks. I I'm no, I just don't even bother. I did, I didn't enter contests, whatever. I don't have to play every slate, but I was focused. I was focused on these props last night. I got in. I, I got in a bunch. I got uh, twenty of them. And uh, that none of them have moved. None of them have moved. So, like, you can you can find the same ones I got, okay? Now, I'm not gonna blow. I'm not gonna necessarily blow up uh, Cardi's spot here because Cardi does the release show, the Blitz Prop release show tomorrow. Most likely, almost always, anything they say on that show, I probably got. Okay? It's not that comp. This isn't complicated. This isn't complicated stuff, right? Blitz standard projections, you can hear. Look, it has passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards. You're looking for huge discrepancies. Why do you need huge discrepancies? Two reasons. I've explained this before. Two, Two reasons do you need the hugest discrepancies. One, prize picks is fixed odds parlays. Okay? So no matter what two, if you can put two together, no matter what two you do, more or less, it doesn't matter, right? It's gonna pay you three X, which is really two to one. It's gonna it's gonna you're gonna win two X, you're gonna get paid three X. Which means for that parlay payout to break even, we could even go to the the betting calculator on Action Network. So who's part of the better collective family now? Right? So we go to the parlay calculator. Right, so if we add two bets
2: together, right, bet amount, you know, if we bet a hundred bucks at minus one ten, right, and minus one ten, right, that should pay two. Should pay three sixty
1: four for a hundred. So uh, let's let's put in that twenty five dollars, like, because we have it on Prize Right, but should pay. So basically, we're looking at where's the line where a twenty five dollar parlay on two bets would pay out seventy five dollars, right? So if these were two, if these were two minus one tens, right? if they had the
2: implied probability of what fifty one percent, that's what minus one ten is, then it wouldn't be worth playing because you're only getting paid seventy five dollars. So where's that line? that this payout on $25 becomes 75. Well, it just so happens it's about -137. Right, 74.82, you're close. So you need to find bets that have the implied probability of -137. And you could even convert. I mean, that's what that's what this here's the converter. 137 is an implied probability of Around 58%. So if someone's projection,
1: mean-wise, is, you know, passing yards, 300. That's his 50th percentile. Around his 50, because we're dealing with means, not medians. So somewhere around the 50th percentile. So what yardage is the 58th percentile? Well, it's going to be significantly enough off. It's going to be 20, 30, 40 yards past there. It's not going to be like five yards. It's not going to be just a little bit. So people are like, oh, well, what's the exact formula? Dude, you don't even need an exact formula. You need the discrepancies that are so wide that they'd be obvious. Okay, so when people, oh, I need the exact number. You don't need it. I'm telling you, you don't need it. You could eyeball this stuff if it's close don't don't take it okay i'm trying to make it as easy as possible for you once i start involving okay you need to uh, you need to make a poisson distribution right you could do it the real way
2: i could do it the real way but you don't have to if you, let's say you're off by 1% and something like that in the wrong direction what's
1: the worst case scenario ah oh, you got your, you got your money in a slightly negative ev that's it. And once you're putting in 20 a week or 25 a week, yeah, maybe that
2: happens. Maybe the line moves against you. That's that Them's the risks. Sure, I get it. But in general, you're looking for large discrepancies,
1: large enough to account for the fact that these fixed odds parlays, you need 58% win probabilities, and the fact that the projections you're looking at are mean projections and not median projections.
2: The mean and the median are not the same. They'll probably be close to each other. But understand, like, Nick Chubb's mean projection is going to be much lower
1: than his median based on how his distribution of outcomes happens. And not every player's distribution is the same. Nick Chubb has a lot of big runs. If he hits those big runs, he goes, he goes totally over. If he doesn't hit any big
2: runs, he goes way under. So while, while his mean could be 83, his median may be much higher. And then vice versa. You may see the oh,
1: median of 60 on a receiving yard prop. The, the mean of 60.
2: But his median is really like 68, right? Or 65. So you need to make up for
1: the fact that the mean and the median are a little bit further apart from each other. So when that comes like you're looking for you're looking for discrepancies of 15 20 yards more than that on rushing and receiving props you're not looking for 5 yards you're looking for passing yard discrepancies of 30 40 50 yards.
2: Oh this is 12 yards apart and well, it's not enough. And then you have to get them before they move.
1: Because I guarantee, like, uh, uh, out of the 20 that I got, I'm, I'm nearly positive that at least 15 will have moved in my favor by Friday. At least. Some of them, I, I suspect maybe not.
2: I, I could tell which ones. Which ones, the blitz tends to be a little bit more over than, than others. So I'm looking at my sheet.
1: So getting them early is paramount. And you get the Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. To, now it's right. This is what this is what I focus on. I compare these numbers to underdog. I got my underdog ones in. They don't post as much stuff as prize picks does immediately. But underdog, you can find stuff that's way off. Not all the time, but sometimes. And then see which number is the best. Sometimes, sometimes the number on underdog is better than the one on prize picks. So I don't play it on prize picks and I... Make all my combinations on underdog with that number, over there. This is not complicated stuff. You could do that. You could eyeball this. Like, dude, I literally eyeball this. Write it down on a sheet of paper, and within un, within under an hour, I got two hundred cards in because I'm round robbering the whole whole damn thing. Like, this is not complicated. This is. I mean, it's really not complicated. This is so much easier than playing DFS. So much easier than playing DFS. I'm wondering why I'm not putting more money on this than I am on DFS. Right, <laughs> right. With NBA coming around, I mean truthfully, this this last this last weekend, I'd I'd more money down on Prize Picks and Underdog than I had on DraftKings and FanDuel. I mean, not by not by much, but I think I think between DraftKings and FanDuel, I had what maybe 9,000 or so,
2: 9,500. Then between prize picks and underdog, I had like 11,000. Now they're not all on five picks. They're not all like,
1: you know, oh, I'm going to find five and just put them all together on one card. Like, no, the whole point is that I have 20. I have 20. Certain, some of them have larger discrepancies. So I make the cards a little bit more. Instead of 25, it's 50 or 75. And all I have to do is pretty much, I mean, can I... And I get 58% of them, right? Because they're all paired with each other. So as long as, you know, as long as I have more than a 58% win rate, I'm going to profit. So I don't have to worry about like, oh, this guy's with that
2: guy. And if he doesn't get it, then I don't cash the card or anything.
1: (sighs) And the thing about prize picks also in underdog is that they don't mind
2: correlation which does help you if you find multiple plus ev props build build
1: five flexes of them don't build the threes and fours the The threes are much better on underdog because they pay one x additional they play more the fours are eh. they are what they are the five flex are fine only because they, they give you that little extra equity when you get three right so the five, the five pick flexes aren't are, are fine here on Prize Pick. So that that's what I do. So I put in all mine, all my stuff, I my entries in there, but I haven't put in any like the correlated stuff. So like for instance, I'll give you a little, little freebie, I guess. Like I said, all this, I'm not, these are no takes. There's no nothing. I'm literally. I have to repeat this because people ask. I'm gonna have this show. People are gonna listen to this show. Someone's
2: gonna watch the show. Someone's gonna DM me, okay? That literally said, "I watched your show this morning." What system do you use in order to, to do Prize Picks or whatever? Like, and like, I've like, I
1: repeated myself. I've tweeted it. I don't know how many times. I
2: literally, literally understand the word literally. Okay. Go to this page. You can look at the URL, the Blitz
1: Standard Projections page, okay? If you subscribe to the Blitz, you would get to this page by going to NFL, the Blitz, finding the, the link that says Blitz Standard Projections, and you go to this page, okay? Well, do you take it out like, no, no. Listen to me, okay? Listen
2: to me extremely closely. People have no attention span whatsoever. Okay. I go to this page. You see this passing yards column? I just sort by this column.
1: Okay. You see the player names over there? These are the quarterback names Josh Allen, 314. Tom Brady, 310. Herbert, 295. Okay. I put this tab on my other little screen so I could look at it in one place and then look at prize picks in another place. And I go look. Carson Wentz 227.5 then I find Carson Wentz 227 Okay that's not that's not a half a yard discrepancy not good enough okay now I'm going to go to the next one Justin Fields 165
2: let me take a look 165 He's at 183 that's not enough okay So you see you see what I did there okay we I mean, play pay really close attention really close attention
1: i compare two screens to each other and i do it manually literally manually i don't pull this into excel i don't i don't i don't run it through its anything. there's not there's not there's no proprietary thing i'm literally doing what i do i'm showing it to you right now okay i can sw- swap between tabs you see you see on chrome you're able to swap between tabs. You're able to move a window so you don't have to swap between tabs so you could look at one while it's the other one's open. That, that's a feature of computers and web browsers. Okay? I'm looking at one number, and I'm comparing it to the other number. How many numbers are here? Oh, a bunch of them. Well, I go one by one. Din, din. Now I go to the rushing yards. Carson Wentz, 10 and a half rushing yards. Let's find his rushing yards. I manually go, I manually go, and I look for Carson Wentz. Right? You could even use this, make it a little bit faster. There's this little find thing on on uh, on on Chrome or on any web browser. I could type in Wentz,
2: and it'll take me to that line.
1: I look for his rushing yards, and it says 11. Then I look, and it says 10 and a half, and that's like that's not. That gap isn't wide enough. So I move on to the next one. And I just keep on doing this. And I find the ones. If if Justin Fields was 40 and a half and I went to the blitz and it said 17 trillion, I'd be like, that's a big gap. Let me bet the over. Right? So I write it down on a sheet of paper. Literally write it down on a sheet of paper. Literally write it down on a sheet of paper. Okay? No Excel, no Python, no R, no nothing, no proprietary nothing. No, I'm not running it through a system. I'm not put. I'm not typing in any formula. I'm not doing literally any math. Literally no math. Other than maybe, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, like Carson Wentz is 11, and it's 10 and a half. That, what's 11 minus 10 and a half? A half. Like that's not that, that that's not that big, right? And you know, and you know how I decide on if it's big enough, by if it seems big enough. That's how I decide, right? If, for instance, let's just let's just say I'm going to make up a number, Leonard Fournette, sixty-three. Let's say I, I I switch over to this tab, I find Leonard Fournette manually, manually. I look for it. I look like 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 human eyes, and you look for Leonard Fournette's name, right? You could. Even see it's spelled with L-E-O-N. I just, I look for that name. And then I look for the column that it says rushing yards, right? I physically look at it. I can't, can you believe this? I physically look at it. And then I look and I, I look where the name and the rushing yard columns intersect. And there's a number there. Let's just say it was 71. Okay. 71. Okay. That's what? Seven and a half difference? Is that enough? I don't think it is.
2: So I don't take it. Maybe you think seven and a half is enough. Fine, then take it. I don't think so.
1: Can I put it into a formula? Can I put it into a formula? Can I do a Poisson distribution of Leonard Fournette and see where 70? Yes, I can. I'm telling you it's not enough. I mean, it's not enough. I'm telling you it's not enough. If it was
2: like 76, then I'd be like, okay, now we're getting more closer to the line. 71 ain't enough. Okay? So how much is enough? Whatever you judge it to be. Typically, let me tell you, typically
1: enough is, that's way too many. Like you think in your head going, that's Najee Harris, for instance. The Blitz likes Najee Harris. Najee Harris is 45 and a half. Okay? So I'm gonna, I'm going to do this example for you. I'm only doing this because someone will literally watch this show. They're listening to me right now. You are you, there's someone out there right now. Right? That's watching live or listening later or watching later. There's someone.
2: You don't you, you don't think it's you, but it is. It's you. That's watching right now. That's going to DM me a couple of hours from now. Maybe even tomorrow. And ask, how, how do I determine what prize pick pro- props that I take? Do you do X, Y, and Z? It's like, do you, you literally watch the show? Like, I, I don't know if you understand what the word literally is. Like, I literally showed you. So that's, you
1: really just compare the thing. Yes! Yes! What's so complicated about this? this isn't complicated why you, you don't have to make it more complicated well it can't just be that easy yes it can be that easy you're using the projection you're using a projection model right? And just manually compare them Najee Harris 45 and a half let's take a look at rushing yards okay so here we're going to sort by rushing yards right okay are you why you, you do that's what rushing yards mean okay okay are you we see these names on this side these are player names right? I could scroll over here, even put the column next to each other. I could even find Najee by using the find function in my browser, but no, I'm just going to scroll. Uh, is, is Najee Harris's name or Andre Stevenson? No, it's not. Is it Jonathan Taylor? No, it's not. Nick Chubb, it's not. It's not. Okay, keep on going. Keep on going. Najee Harris, 66. You see right here. All right right up here. Najee Harris, mean rushing yards, 66. Okay. What's his prize pick? 45 and a half. That's twenty. That's twenty-one and a half yards.
2: That seems like a lot. More. Welcome to the process. There's nothing more than this, okay? There's nothing more,
1: okay? It's ridiculous. I will. I. I. I guarantee you. Even doing this, I'm gonna get questions on how you had. When do you check out the, when do you do this? What do you do? What, like, like this, dude, I could teach. I could probably teach my wife to do this. Who knows nothing about, nothing about football, may not even know what rushing yards are.
2: Right, she does. I could, pro- I could probably, I, I could, I could show my, my 11 year old nephew to do this. Right? It's not complicated. Said, I want you to go to
1: the site. Right? I want you to go to the site. Right. And I want you to compare one number to the other number. And, and do you know how to look at a table of numbers? So like, yeah, he knows how to look at a table of numbers. Like, does he even watch football? No. He doesn't he doesn't care about football. I want you to match the name and the number to a name and a number. And you tell me is one very larger than the other one, or under, or
2: too low than the other one. And I want you to write those down. I can have him do. It. So obviously, probably won't let him click on the stuff to actually, you know, place everything. I think you have you have to be 21 or
1: 18 or something like that. Probably get in get in trouble if I had him actually do it. But this isn't complicated. Okay. Then you put the two, then you find another one, right? We should we found naji Harris, right? We found naji Harris. Now you find another one. And when you find another one, you know what you do?
2: You put Najee Harris over with that. Whatever over under. Then if you find the third one,
1: right, you put Najee Harris with both of them, and you put the other one with the other one, so you get you make sure they get all the pairs that do.
2: They just keep on going, right? So I got twenty. That's it. This isn't complicated. Someone, I I I, I could I I could say this still I blew blue in the
1: face. I'm I'm going, I'm still going to get questions. I don't know how you, I don't, I, I don't know how this question, I don't, I don't even understand what the question could possibly be. This isn't DFS. This isn't even DFS. DFS is like, Oh, it depends. A lot of stuff is that you got to weigh like 400 things. And then what contest and could the ownership be wrong? And can you, got 11 games, and, but now if you have three, then it's okay maybe to have a little negative correlation. There's a lot of stuff where it's, it depends in DFS. Dude, there's nothing. It depends here.
2: There's nothing it depends. You're comparing one number to another number. It's this is this is, dude. A fourth grader can do this. Take a look at this number. Is it is it uh, how big? How how much bigger is this number to that number? The ones that are the biggest numbers. Then I, I want to know about those. This isn't complicated. You could do this right now. Literally right
1: now. The numbers are still up. Then this Najee Harris number, maybe instead of at 40, it's 45 and a half now, maybe by Friday, it's 52 and a half.
2: And for you to get it at oh, over to 52 and a half, that may not be enough anymore. Oh, the value's gone.
1: Right? So if you're going to wait around till Friday, Saturday, to even look at the stuff, you, you you're dead. You already need a fifty-eight percent win probability as it is, and you can, now you're not going to even get get. You're going to get numbers that are five to ten yards wrong,
2: worse in your favor. This is what you should be doing now. I've done this every week for
1: NFL. I've never, lo- I, 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 I do not have a losing week in NFL on prospects. I don't see how you can't. I, I, I literally can't even see how you can. That the, the numbers have been getting a little bit sharper though. Right? Like week one, week two, you could you could have found like fifty of these. Now now we're getting down to like, you know, now we're getting down to like twenty. Maybe in a couple of weeks, maybe you get down to ten. Something like that. Obviously news will come out and stuff will change. Right? You could always jump on top of stuff. But this isn't complicated. Alvin Kamara, 63 and a half. Okay, let's see. Let's take a look. Where's Kamara? 67. Does that seem big enough? A three and a half yard discrepancy in a rushing prop? Doesn't seem big enough to me. So I don't take it. Voila! Here's the magic. There's the magic. If you build your own model, you'd be comparing your own statistical projections. Good thing. I, I have the blitz.
2: Right, I outsource that to other people.
1: Rob Gardner, don't want to take you off topic, but that's fine. No, this is Wild Card Wednesday. If you have time, can you briefly talk about how you stack and correlate in soccer GPPs? What pieces do you stack with a high goal score? It all depends on the team. Like, you're really... Soccer is way more nuanced than that. Typically... Typically, if, if you're playing a defender that relies on like a clean sheet more to get a ceiling than with center backs and cheaper guys, you're probably correlating with a goalkeeper and you're probably not playing anyone on the other side of the game. But most of the time, you're just you're just trying to find the goals and the person that will give them the goals. Goals assist combinations. And obviously, that all depends on salary. Right. So salary matters. Position matters. Like pairing a fullback with a forward and a midfielder, they score three goals. The forward has two. The midfielder has one. The fullback has an assist. The midfielder has an assist. I mean, that's kind of what you're hoping for. So you're not really stacking. It depends on the price and positions. Just like it would, just like it would in in any other sport. People asked me this past week why I didn't play much of the Chargers Browns game. I didn't, it's not like I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think that game could go over. But so from a price perspective, they, that stack, to stack them, to do a Herbert, Williams, Eckler, Cooper, Chubb, all the main players, even Njoku and Everett, they were more expensive than the Bills. And the Bills were the best team on it. And the Bills were the best stack, in my opinion. And the owner and I didn't think the bill stacks were getting owned enough as it was. Yeah, they would be owned, but not as much as they should be compared to Tampa Bay. So what is my decision? Do I make do I overpay for Charger stacks?
2: For what? I could build I could build better projected lineups with similar ownership than our Bill stacks
1: Now, if you tell me Mike Williams is forty two hundred and Herbert is five fifty eight hundred and Eckler's five k, well, that's a different story now, right? Now it's cheaper. The Bills stack was actually cheaper than the Chargers stack. No matter if you even if you threw in Palmer or Everett or did something like that, if you ran it back with Donovan, Peoples, Jones, like the price was still more expensive than playing Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, Khalil Shakir, Singletary, Morris digs i mean digs made it a little bit more expensive then you always had the cheaper you got pickens Fryermuth. those those guys are low 4k so like every every time i looked at chargers lineups it's like it's projected less similar ownership and i could just play more bills so i just played more bills so the same thing applies in soccer oh this team has the highest team total yeah but everyone's 11k on the team Oh, this team has a much lower total, but like, like their their forward is forty four hundred, and their set piece takers fifty two hundred, and another wing player is forward eligible in six k. It's like this is easy. I can play those three guys together. How much more do they have to do if they all if they all get on the score sheet, either by goal and assist, I'm gold. Anyone that's playing two eleven k guys can't you know. Good luck. They both have to have braces. So like stacking and stuff, like stacking really isn't a thing in soccer. But it's all price dependent. Typically, you're just looking for goal scorers and assist givers. Right? Depending on the price. If they're really cheap, you could, you know, go for the, I need to punt at center back in a defender spot. Or Some defensive midfielder that maybe at least may take a deep shot or something like that if needed. Typically, I don't play those types of guys. Rob Gardner says the assist is what I have a hard time finding. Yeah, well, typically it's going to be an attacking player. Typically, it's going to be someone in the front line of some type or a fullback, right? An attacking-minded fullback. Much less likely to be Defensive midfielders. And also, I mean, half, half of goals don't even get assists. So it's like, <laughs> you may not even get assists. Typically, it's it's a goal scorer plus a, a high point-per-dollar value other guy, right? You could look at the Roto-Grinders projections for soccer. Just sort them by the point-per-dollar column. It's like, okay, I'm going to take a, a high anytime-goal-scoring odd scorer but you could sort by raw points in the roto projections, rejections and then pair them with whoever seems to rain out well from a point-per-dollar standpoint. Right? That's an attacking player, not a $2,700 center back. And there you go. There you go. Pair them together. Or don't pair them together. Pair Stack an entire team. I mean, I won a king of the pitch ticket by basically playing, what, four or five Chelsea players this past slate, this Saturday slate. Because everyone was playing Man City players, so I'm like, I'll just, I'll just play, I'll play Sterling, Pulisic, Mount, right? They're attacking front three, and then just no, I played Havertz also, right? I played Sterling, I played Sterling, I played like all of them. I didn't, think I, oh no, I played Havertz and Pulisic, right? I didn't play Sterling. Then played Koulibaly in the in the goalkeeper, right? I needed to punt somewhere, so I'll punt with the center back. And I already have Mount, and Mount is a set-piece taker. So if Koulibaly does get a goal, it probably came from a corner from Mason Mount. Anyway, and I get the clean sheet and the win. There you go, all correlated. And then once I'm done with that, then I just fill out the rest of the lineup with whoever. Whoever's best point per dollar was, <coughs> cash plays, right? You put in Trippier or Cancelo. you put in De Bruyne, and you're fine. There you go you're good. Rob Gardner says, by the way, my ROI is up dramatically since buying the advanced course. Thanks for your hard work. It's not that hard. Maybe I shouldn't say that. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard work. Look, look at how much stuff I do. I'm on here every day. Right? So if you want your ROI to be dramatically up, possibly, right, probably, like Rob, get the theory of daily fantasy sports, how to apply profitable DFS strategies, for advanced players 10 chapter audio course and it also comes with uh custom tools from microsoft excel i've showed off on the show before theory of dfs.com uh, mjc do you like the idea of limiting a player pool to 20 to 50 line I, okay this is this is, i don't limit anything So you're not spreading yourself too thin, but also to maximize potential outcome. I don't think of, I don't limit any, I don't, I don't think in terms of, I'm just trying to build plus EV lineups. I don't care if I have a hundred players or 20 players. If there's only 20 players in the pool that make plus EV lineups, then I only have 20 players in my pool. If there's 120, then I have 120. I don't care about, well, I only have him in one lineup. So is is it a plus EV lineup? Yes. So what do I care if I only have one? The only reason that you'd be more spread out, less spread out, these are all diversification questions. You can build fifty thousand plus EV lineups and have no Saquon Barkley, right? Half of those lineups have Saquon Barkley, but half don't, and you just choose to play twenty of the ones that don't. That doesn't mean it's like, oh, I can't believe you're not playing any Saquon. Like you can do whatever you want. It's that's you can't think in those terms. That's those are diversification questions. There's no strategy involved. If you want to limit the player pool, fine. If you don't, fine. <laughs> Just plus EV lineups. It doesn't matter. Tyler Jackson. I know this is more of a risk diversification question, but do you hit the same props on underdog as pri- prize picks if the lines are the same? Yes, yes, I do. I include Najee over if you find different lines on UD that are plus EV to around robin. Yes, I, I look on, on underdog also. If I find a better number on underdog than I do on prize picks, I it on... I. I don't play it on Prize Picks and I play it on Underdog. But if I have the same number, then, yeah, I'll hit it everywhere. Because there are limits on these sites, right? You get to a certain point, they say no more, right? On a, on a, too much on a specific player, too much on a specific day, right? You have a daily limit, right? You hit your daily wager limit, right? So you got to, you got to spread it out a bit, right? So. Places I I could get this down, and then on Underdog they may have different different numbers for different things, right? Maybe something's close to the line, but on Underdog they have it like seven yards higher, and it's like, well, I I, I like the under the under was close as it was on Prize Picks, and now the under is definitely good on Underdog. So I take the under there or whatever whatever it happens to be. Also on Underdog they tend, they 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 put up the the rushing plus receiving props earlier. Right, sometimes the underdog has different different stuff up earlier than price picks, so it may be that like like I'll have I, I won't take something you know like a rushing like Barkley or so. I'm just making an example by the way. Like let's say Barkley is seventy-seven and a half here, but on underdog they don't have a rushing prop yet. They have like ninety-eight and a half rushing plus receiving, so I have to look on the Blitz to see if it's worth doing there. So it's like it's not the same
2: prop. like underdog they probably have a nausea rushing plus receiving prop i haven't i haven't looked i haven't looked i think they have a regular red they have a regular rushing prop
1: do i have that on underdog i have something on underdog. i got five st- things on underdog right now uh rob Gardner says the underdog's sharper than prize pick so anytime blitz is way off prize picks and underdog is closer you know you're on a good line yeah that's correct but sometimes underdogs openers, sometimes they're really bad. Sometimes they're really off. But they fix them much quicker. And also, once the sports book lines come out for some of these props, they get way more efficient. Because then they're basically, Price Picks an underdog and Underdog are just going to basically try to match with FanDuel or BetMGM. Because Price Picks and Underdog come out with these numbers before, before the, the retail books come out with their prop numbers. That's why getting them early before before they have another, before the sites have another market to compare it to.
2: Uh, Tommy Betts, I just purchased Blitz for the first time to try
1: out for prize pick strategies. Is it common to have an issue like the Browns' current project? No, th- th- no, that's... Someone brought that up, like I said earlier in the show. Someone brought that up uh, yesterday in the Blitz channel and the rg discord like is pharaoh brown's projection and joku's projection or something like that but like i said earlier the tuesday projections that cardi comes out with are like the algorithmically generated ones they don't have any manual adjustments to them but from my experience the manual adjustments don't change that much okay now for an issue like that with pharaoh brown having a 15 point projection yeah they will so you have to assume that the Browns' projections as, as a whole are probably off, right? So maybe maybe uh, hold off on on starting hammering, Faro Brown overs and, and Joku unders, right? Probably probably don't hammer that yet. Wait wait for the manual update. But the manual usage updates simply don't, don't. Najee Harris ain't going to go from sixty six to fifty two, like it. it that type of stuff typically doesn't happen. Rob Gardner says, I honestly think price pick starts with last week's numbers. Well, sometimes, yeah. But sometimes they're better than others. Sometimes some weeks like in baseball. I mean, it happened. I, I would do this every day in baseball. There'll be some, there'll be some days where it's 11 game slate or something like that. And like, dude, there's like eight numbers that are like totally off by like a strikeout and a half, a strikeout by, a, you know, Three fantasy points, four fantasy points for a batter—like really stuff that's off. And then there are certain days where it's like you look and like there's nothing. It's like okay, okay, there's 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 almost nothing to even worth doing. It's like, and I'm not going to just like force it or anything. It's just like okay, I guess, I guess they got good numbers up. Wait for tomorrow, right? You don't have to put anything down. But then sometimes they'd like forget about pitch counts. I remember that one day with the McClanahan strikeout prop. That was like free money day. I don't know if you I don't know if you anyone was playing on Prize Picks. What? This is like maybe what, a month ago? McClanahan opened at like seven, seven and a half strikeouts. And it's like, dude, dude, he's only gonna pitch 80 pitches. It's been it's been said that seventy to eighty pitches. This is gonna be his like he's he's barely gonna get five innings or anything. They're they're why is the strikeout prop seven and a half? You hammer that stuff within within I think twenty five minutes of of that line opening at what what one, one in the morning, it was five and a half. So if you got the under seven and a half, let I me mean, just it's just Scrooge McDuck money. That's why you got to jump on these. Ah. Uh. Smooth Jimmy Apollo, morning blender. For curiosity, what's the general rule and thumb for salary projected value, salary adjusted value? 3x, no. You have to add a constant to it. but 3x plus 7 on DK. Yeah, that's something like that. You have to add a constant because you have to it has to be related to the salary as well. Are we gonna get, get this? Uh, let me switch over to the RG projection. I can't look at Farrell Brown being having a better salary adjusted value than Cooper Cup. So Right, I just can't do that. Because that, that's what RGV is. This is this RGV column in, in lineup HQ is salary adjusted value. Plus minus. Because the cheaper players, like Marquez Valdez Scantling at forty five hundred, like has a 2.91 point per dollar value, but for raw points, he's only 13 raw points. So like for 4K, that's fine. But you kind of need more, like in basketball. Basketball's the perfect example. You'll you'll constantly find.
2: In basketball, very often, some 3K player that projects for 18, okay? That's 6X,
1: and there's no other player on the slate that projects for 6X. But 6X of a 3K player is only 18 points. 6X of a 10K player is 60 points. That's worth way more than you than 18 points from a 3K player. So how many points do you really need from a 3k player for them to be as worth it from a salary adjusted standpoint as a 10k player getting 60? 8x, 10x. So that's why you add the constant to it. So a 3k player salary adjusted value should be some in basketball it's more like 5x plus 10. Right? So a 3k player needs to have a, you know, decent enough projection to get like 25 like that would be fine. I mean, for GPP especially, you yeah, have your punting and the median for K, whatever. So yeah, three X plus seven for NFL. I mean, you could tell. I mean, you could you could even you could even do the math, right? Ramondre Stevenson is six K, right? His projection is eighteen point six four. So what would, what would be the line that he needs to hit, right? Three X plus 7. 18 twenty five. So that'd be like the smash, the smash score with which we'll have in basketball. So that's why like if if you're on lineup HQ sorting by the RGV column, we call it the grinders value, but really it's salary adjusted value plus minus. I'll show you how many points above their median projection is from their like what you expect for a player from that salary to give you, and waited for salary and waited for salary. Romeo Dubs is like, oh well, he's a good point per dollar value. Yeah, he's fine point per dollar value, but I'd still much rather get like twenty two points from Barkley than fourteen points from Romeo Dubs. It's more raw points. That's the that's the weird thing about tools like like Lineup HQ, and about using the Roto Grinders projections. You don't have to do any of those calculations. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. It's there. It's literally in a column for you. People make this out to be way more complicated than it is. Okay. Or they just let—I don't know. I don't know what they're watching and listening, and they just don't. They go, "Oh, that that can't be the way." So no, we rely on the fact that people people will still be looking into wide receiver cornerback matchups, right? People will be looking at team totals. Like I do not they are all in the numbers already. Everything's already there. It's already there. Well, how much of this guy should I have? It doesn't matter either. It's already there. Everything's already here for you. And people look at this, and then they don't even know what they're looking at. They go, well, I don't want to build this lineup anyway. I was like, "Great, great. Don't build don't build good lineups. <laughs> even the people with the tools. Oh, I'm going to subscribe to this and then build bad lineups. Okay, that's fine with me. <laughs> fine with
2: me. Totally fine. Thank you for paying the rake. <sighs>
1: Tommy Betts says, thanks for the inside. Unfortunately, I had the Amari Cooper under before noticing. So you make a mistake, right? That's the cost of doing business. Who says? Maybe the Cooper Maybe the Cooper uh, number is going to be, uh, maybe the Cooper number is going to still be worth an under at 50 and a half. I'm not sure, but could be. Right. When you're trying to get numbers early, you're going to miss sometimes. I'm telling you, you're going to miss. I'm 20 of these. It's quite possible on the 20 that I have. Maybe one moves against me, right? It's like the blitz is higher, but no one else wants to, right? And it moves again, and the number gets worse. It's like I I should have waited and then bet on that number. I have it two yards worse now. Yeah, that'll happen sometimes. Not get them all, but on most weeks, that seventy-five plus percent of my numbers move in my favor. So that's just like if I build a hundred lineups on Sunday. I'm going to get some my negative EV1s. You're going to look at one of my lines and go, why'd you build that one? I go, it's a mistake. Stuff happens. I build, I didn't look look through it all, uh, close enough. I misprojected ownership, right? I mean, that, that stuff like that happens. You're not going to be perfect. Make mistakes all the time. The top players make mistakes all the time. I make mistakes all the time. I just make them less than you do. It's a game of who makes the least mistakes. And then hopefully variance is on your side. And there you go. Welcome to DFS. But DFS is so much more complicated than stuff like, like prize picks and underdog and prop betting. It's not, I mean, dude, you look at one shot, you look at one table and you compare it to another table. I mean, like how, if you can't do that, I don't know what, how do you tie your shoes in the morning? I mean, that's what I think, but that is what I think. When people ask me questions about this, I go, how, when, how much more can I set? Like, there's nothing more. There's nothing more than this. Can you do, can you do, can you compare these two things quicker? Yes. Right? You could download the, you know, you could scrape or get the CSV for the Blitz Projections. You could scrape prize picks and, right? And I would just go, and then show you in color coded. You you, that could, that, you could do it. Because obviously there's no automatic way to put in the cards here but instead of going one by one and comparing it eyeballing it like yeah you you, you could you could set up something in Excel to just I'm gonna grab all this information compare it and, give, and sort it out and say here the top and whatever and there you go you you can do that for NBA maybe worthwhile to do that because the Numbers could change really quickly. NFL, I, I found no re- no reason to do the same. Look, I I I put in my my prize picks like what fourteen hours ago, and nothing has moved. So what's the worst t- scenario? So I don't have that. I, I went through one by one manually. Right. So you could do the same thing. So why 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 am I why am I setting up systems that typically for me break all the time? Or something happens. One column, one numbers in the wrong column, and next thing you know, I'm betting. I'm betting, you know, Khalil Herbert overs because it says 68 for no reason. I go, why? Why is that happening? Right? Because some 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 data is misaligned. That's what always happens to me. So I don't trust it as much as much as some other people. So I'm like, I'll i just do it manually. I don't mind. I'll take the I'll take the extra time. What else am I doing? I'm not doing it. Nine ten o'clock at night. I'm not doing anything. There's nothing going on. So I'll sit here. I'll write it. Oh, I'll write it down on a piece of paper also. So I have a nice, you remember things easier when you write them down. Then you could compare. Then you X and you, ah, I'm going to take this one and put it on a card with all of these other ones. Okay. And then X that out and then go to the next one. It's easy to keep track. Right. And then when, you, when a line moves, you underline it. You they make it sign, signify that you're done. You're done with that prop and you move on. So if you find another one, you could now pair it with the ones that are available. This isn't complicated. You don't have to do much. You really don't have to do much. After this show, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go, uh, go to the bathroom, right? I'm going to open up Underdog and see, uh, did they update some stuff? Is there new props up? No, Yes. If yes, go look what they have and go, is there anything that seems off? No, yes, this one, maybe. Then, you know, like two hours later, oh, let me check it again, right? What time did they go? What, what t- whatever, whenever time they go, whatever. I don't know what time. Probably after the Thursday, because the, these all these other ones are Thursday, night, Thursday night's game. So it's like probably after that Thursday night game, they'll put up something else. They'll put up rush attempts or something, and it's like, I'll check it whenever. Fantasy score, they got the fantasy score. Yeah, but this is all for just just uh, tomorrow's game. Whenever they go up, they go up. I check it. If I see something, I say something. Right? I write it down. Can I pair it with other ones? But most of the time, I don't find most of the time like the twenty that I have right now. Most likely, not much more is going to be added to it. And by Friday, fifteen of them are going to move. There'll be there'll be no more value with them. So like. But I, I know, I know. I said this before. I know, I know. There are people that are w- literally watching the show right now. You're watching the show. They're going to DM me. Saying, well, do you do this? Like, did you watch the show? I literally showed you. Said, But you could do this. Yeah, yeah, I showed you what I do. Or people on that have watched this show. Then on Saturday, I say, well, what, what, what props do you like? On prize picks. It's like nothing now. Or 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 like what happened last week, someone someone uh, messaged me. Cause I, I posted like the week before. I posted like on Friday. Here's the stuff that I got. And uh and did, all these lines have moved. So I mean, like I, I showed. So it's like this is the this is the importance of getting this this stuff early. And then I got a message. After Sunday, or Sunday night. I, t- I tailed you on all of all, I took all the stuff that you got, that you posted. I said, what? You had the bad numbers, right? And and he said, I said, I won, I won, I won all the same ones that you did, except for Brandon Cooks, because you had 55 and a half over and I had 60 and a half over and he got 57. I said, yeah, and that's the difference between me having a profitable season and you having a profitable season. <laughs> Why are you doing this? That's not meant to, for you to tail. The numbers are bad now. Why are you betting on the worst numbers? Just compare that. This isn't complicated. This is not complicated. It's, it's re, I mean, it's, it's. I literally showed it. There's nothing more. There's nothing more. There's no questions that didn't, didn't be asked. There's literally nothing more. I don't know how many times I have to say that. Do people watch? Do people watch these types of shows and think like, "Oh, that's what he's telling us," but he really does this. Like, th- is that what people think? Oh, he, he's showing. He's showing us like, "Oh, this is how the lame people do it," but the re- the real sharp people do it a different way. Is that what people think? Do the real sharp people do it a different way? Probably doing a little bit more automated way, but they're doing the same thing, right? So, I, I don't know. Do, do people just not believe that? I don't know. I wish I'm 100% transparent. I show you literally exactly what I have to do. What I do. This is what I do. I'm up God knows how much on prize picks. Underdog. I mean, this is, this is easy. I almost feel like, why haven't I done, why, why haven't I been doing this for, for as long as they've existed? I also understand that, like, Look how much stuff they got up here. They got MMA, right? They got stuff up here. There's like I found 20 in NFL, but look how much stuff they got up here. Like there's there's tons of stuff that's horrible. Right? They're trying to they're trying to give you coin flips and charge you, you know, a 16% hold on on, on coin flips. Like it's it's awful. So that's why you got to find the you got to find the best numbers and the biggest discrepancies between, you know, if you're originating if you don't, you like 99% of this stuff is horrible. It's awful. But 1% of stuff is profitable. And fi- if you if you can find the 1%, you're good. It's not that complicated. Look, MMA. I mean, look. How do we do MMA? I, I I like the fight time stuff, okay? We'll do this before we go. I mean, I literally just, I just see this right now, right? I'm going to literally do, Okay. Everyone get club, get let's let's gather around. I'm gonna do literally what I do for MMA fight time props on Prize picks. I'm just gonna show you. I'm not gonna hide it. I don't hide anything. I literally show you. And people still ask questions as if there's something more to this. Okay. These fight times, right? I'm gonna go to fightodds.io. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna look look for the fight. Okay. It's like Victor Henry. This basically is means go to the distance. 14.75, Victor Henry. So I'm gonna find the Victor Henry fight against the Sancho, whatever his name is. I'm gonna look for the line if it's up. Fight goes the distance. Minus 140, plus 110. Not it's not good enough. It's close. Right? If this was if this was like minus 155 or something, and plus 130 or whatever. Then that would be like a minus one thirty. So then, then that would be then you just go over, right? It's close. I'll have to monitor that, right? If I had to choose, it would be over, right? Because you just you're looking for the the appropriate one. Mana Martinez twelve and a half. That's the over two. That's the that's basically over two and a half, right? I'm gonna go to the Mana Martinez site. Man, where's Mana Martinez? Where is he? Somewhere. So not up. Am I missing something? Oh, Liam. Le- Le- Mine- okay, okay. All right, man is his nickname. Whatever. So we're looking for the over two and a half, minus one twenty-seven. Yeah, this is not. This is this is more of a coin flip. So nope, that's not good. Right, Menifee. These are these are much harder. Like dude, like these are like one round props. You will have to be able to judge them for yourself. But here, tw- 12 and a half for Askarov versus Roy Val. So you found Askarov. Askarov, Roy Val. So we're looking for the over two and a half. Minus 130 plus 110 on, on some offshores. Not good enough. For price, not good enough for price picks yet. That goes up to 150, minus 155, minus 160. Then it's fine. There you go. If I saw if I saw the the Victor Henry one was like minus 155, I would have said okay. Let's pair this up with all my NFL with with all my NFL props. Right? I'd be going putting in Najee Harris over and do $25 ones for all of them. There you go. That's it like what that there. I showed you. <laughs> I don't I don't see what 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 else. What what else I could show you. That's this isn't complicated. Hit the thumbs up button, right? Hit hit the over on the thumbs up button, right? Hit the, hit the more. More on the thumbs ups, less on the thumbs downs. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to always know when we go live, right? We've got stuff on the channel. we got swallcasts on the swallcasts that they on the other channel. Scores and odds. We got betting stuff. we got NHL. we got NHL content, right? we got NHL stuff for premium members. Champions League soccer. Which I'm not playing today. I mean, I guess I could, but I don't know. I've done. I'm not in the mood. I'm just not in the mood. I've, I haven't looked to see who's even playing. But we have projections for that. Hey, if you want to just jump in, sign up for Roto-Grinders Premium. Click on that link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month. And as always, a lot of the stuff that I talk about on the show, conceptually, strategically, the math, the probability, the statistics, all of that is in the theory of daily fantasy sports. The new for advanced players course 10 chapters six hours plus all of the custom tools from microsoft excel they come in here i don't i don't see how you can't be a, a profitable dfs player with that with, with this there's nothing more i could show you there's nothing more you could really use without programming it yourself you go to theoryofdfs.com, dfs.com pick that up and uh We'll be back tomorrow, maybe talk about the Thursday showdown, see if we can build, let's see if tomorrow we can build some Commanders-Bears showdown lineups that don't make us vomit, right? How old, how owned are the kickers and defenses are going to be tomorrow? Probably heavily owned. That means I'm probably going to be playing the opposite of that type of. Hopefully it's a shootout. Probably won't be. Probably double kicker lineup wins again. I'm getting sick of the double kicker lineups. Uh, but uh, but we'll cover that tomorrow. And then uh, and, and answer your DFS strategy questions. Like I always do here. I do. I I try to, even the stupid ones, right? I do that sometimes. Uh, Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern. On the DFS pregame show on (laughs) rotogrinders.com.